following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soaring eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, The Huge One, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer. He's a good man. We've got a big show in front of us. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. He'll be in studio with me, Liz in West Michigan. We'll talk about the end of Miguel Cabrera's career in Detroit. And where does he rank on the all-time Tiger list? That will be our McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day. Now, you can answer at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state. It's top five of mine. I'll give you my top five later with Vandy. He also told me something that we're going to talk about the ugly goat in the room. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out later with Vanderwall. He's not weird. He's eccentric. People ask me, what's it like playing golf, hanging around Johnny Vanderwall? I go, it makes me look sane. On a serious note, David Gregory, he's an attorney, also an NFL PA certified sports agent. He'll join us in studio. We'll talk about the Mel Tucker situation. Mel fired off a response in that seven-day window that Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller inquired about. The seven-day window is ending So when will the official termination happen? And again, when you're going back and forth here, and are are you setting up for a settlement? Because a lot of people are saying, well, Mel's going to get paid. Others are saying, no way. State's going to dig in. I thought, you know what? We'll bring a lawyer. An NFL PA certified sports agent from Bull Rush Sports, David Gregory, will join us. A lot of people know him because he played at Northern Michigan University football out of Sutton's Bay. 
He used to swim the Grand Traverse Bay every morning before school. He's a man. So Gregory will be in studio. Some things that are trending at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network tweeted out, Lions coach Dan Campbell said he's starting to feel pretty good about running back David Montgomery and left tackle Taylor Decker returning to play Thursday night against the Packers. I love that. Huge news. Also, Pro Football Talks, power rankings. After week three, going into week four. Niners, Dolphins, I agree with that. Eagles, they got the W last night. Chiefs look really good against the Bears. Cowboys at five, not sure about that after they got trucked by the Cardinals. Bill six look really good hammering Washington. Seahawks seven, got to give them some love. Lions at eight, Steelers nine, Ravens ten. Browns, Packers at 12, Falcons, Colts, Bucks, Commanders, Saints, Jags, Bengals, Chargers, Cardinals, Texans, Patriots, Rams, Titans, Giants, Jets, Vikings, Raiders, Panthers, Broncos, and the Bears. Dead last. Denver gave up 70, and the Bears are still dead last in the pro football talk. Week 4 NFL Power Poll. Even after the Broncos gave up 70 to the Finns. Wow. Lions at number eight. Which if you look at the NFC teams, that would put the Lions at number four. Or scratch at number five, including the Niners. Number five in the NFC. I said going in, they were top five in the NFC. 1-866-838-4843. You want to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. So some of the things uh, that are trending right now. Mercantile Bank, by the way, with locations all across the state. Let's go to Connie and Flint, one of our huge audience members. Thanks for the wait. And you're on this broadcast across Michigan. Hello, Mr. Hughes. How you doing? Well, I'm about... This is the first time call. Great. I want to hear some women calling in here. What's the matter with these sports-minded women? Why do you want to hear some women? Because they, they're, some of them are good sports people. They are, how, how old are you, Connie? 79. 79 years old. So you like to hear those little female voices on the radio, don't you? No, I just like to hear women get interested in sports. Really? You're I, I love hockey. You love hockey? You big Wings fan? Yes. Who's your favorite wing? Shanahan. Shanahan. Is you, and is your wife around, Connie? My wife? Yeah. You're, I am a female. Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Your, your man there did the same thing. <laughs> I'll be damned. Lost my identity. <laughs> I hope you choke to death, huge. 
I'm sorry, Connie. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Marty. Not a lesbian either. <laughs> You're not a lesbian. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you got your laugh for the day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now you got me doing it. Mother, did you? Did you, Mother? Mother, did you not? Oh, oh God, Connie. Oh, oh. That's the best laugh you've had all day. Is a, that's the best laugh I've had in a while, girl. <laughs> I, I got cursed with this low voice. You, I, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, oh, don't be. Everybody does it. Everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to it. And you got to tell everybody you're not a lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they ask me where my wife is. <laughs> You know, laughing is good for you. Oh, I know, Connie. I know that. Well, I'm getting a good dose, good dose, good dose of healing right now. I'll have to call you more often. Yeah, well, you do that, Connie. You stay in touch, okay? Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Flint Generals, too. All right, well, great. Uh, And when Chris Bird fights Tyson, I hope he just beats his butt. All right, Connie. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mr. Huge. See you, Mrs. Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Mallor, did you did you did you ask the same thing? I called her sir. <laughs> uh, man, I can't pay. I can't pay for some of these callers. <laughs> oh man, the show is so unpredictable. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business 
without sourcing your payroll and other business needs. That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a Tuesday presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. In a moment, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. He'll join us. We'll get the latest on the Mel Tucker situation. Tom Izzo started basketball practice. What about that Iowa game on Saturday night? We'll hear from Comp and Couch. Comp from SmartMeg.com. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal opinion maker. Later in this show, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. I will check in his thoughts on the end of Miguel's career in Detroit and also the Tigers' new GM and what the Tigers will look like next year. Vandy in studio. Also, David Gregory. He's a sports agent with Bull Rush Sports based in West Michigan. He's a lawyer. What about this Mel situation? How will it pan out? I think Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, are you hearing anything on when the official word will come down on the termination of Mel Tucker? No, I haven't heard anything. You know, um, Michigan State gave its notice seven days ago that it intended to fire him within seven days, challenging Tucker and his people to give reasons why he shouldn't be fired. That was in accordance to his contract. In order to terminate him, you had to give him seven days' notice. So the seven days' notice came seven days ago. I'm expecting it today, you know, at some point by the end of the business day, which is the next hour and a half, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, and and he gave his response, which really didn't carry a lot of factual uh, evidence, more just an opinion, called it flimsy, uh, through his attorney. That 
uh, was released last night around uh, 6 p.m. So uh, beyond waiting for the official termination of Mel Tucker, you have Michigan State uh, getting ready for Iowa. We'll talk about that in a moment. But also I saw your story on Tom Izzo. Uh, he has loader roster. I think he's right there with Kansas as one of my preseason picks to win it, even though I saw a Big Ten poll that had them at preseason number three in the Big Ten. Uh, what's the vibe you're getting on Izzo in this 2023-2024 Spartan basketball team? At SpartanMag.com yesterday, a lot of stories stemming from Izzo's press briefing prior to practice, and then I watched the entire practice yesterday, watched Michigan State's incoming freshman. There was some pretty uh, competitive scrimmaging going on, and this is a deep team that goes 10-11 deep, and there are players competing for playing time right now against one another, so it was interesting basketball yesterday. I agree with you that Michigan State is one of the favorites to win the Big Ten. Purdue has everybody back. They won the Big Ten. They were number one seed last year. That's the tournament, of course, lost in the first round. Michigan State's an old team by college basketball standards. You know, Tyson Walker, A.J. Hogarth, these guys are seniors. You know, Malik Hall's still around, probably starting at the four this year. And, uh, you know, Cohen Carr coming in as a freshman, high-flying, high-horsepower guy. It's going to be an entertaining team, an entertaining season, but they are not yet a complete team. We will be watching that as, as, that, uh, as the team develops through the course of the season. Not complete, in my estimation, until and unless they get a stretch four, a power forward, to provide what Joey Hauser provided last year, range shooting from three-point land. They need that. They'll look to, to Malik Hall to provide that, and he has a lot of work to do to get to that level. And that's something we will watch throughout the season, and we will talk about all the way in February, Bill. We'll be talking about that position and what it means all season. Awesome. I think you talked about uh, this team having, you know, Mateen Cleaves-like players, a good chemistry early. I, I just have a good vibe. I kind of can always read Tom when I talk to him on and off air on where he's at going into a season, and he seems uh, really comfortable with this crew. Uh, how comfortable should the Michigan State fan be about that football game against Iowa Saturday night? Might be ugly. Um, judging by Iowa's offense and Michigan State's propensity to throw interceptions, I um, half-jokingly suggest that maybe Michigan State should punt on second down in this game. Just get, just get rid of the ball, give it back to Iowa, 45 yards downfield rather than throwing interceptions. I'm joking, of course, but, you know, Michigan State did a few things pretty well against Maryland. Just the turnovers tore the tablecloth out of the whole situation. Defense was pretty good against a good Maryland offense. You know, Maryland came into that game ranked number one in the Big Ten in total offense, 480 yards per game. Tagovailoa is a good, explosive quarterback. Michigan State contained him, did a pretty good job. Michigan State got the ground game going a little bit, not on fourth and one of the one-yard line, but the ground game looked okay. But two interceptions, another one by Hauser, that's three interceptions, two fumbles. The one by Nate Carter, Nate Carter's a pretty good running back. He fumbles you know, deep in Michigan State territory right after Maryland took that 14-0 lead. And that, that thing just became a house of cards. But like I said, interestingly, there's a lot of units on that football team that come out of that game looking at the film saying, we are not bad, we're better than that score, we can't wait to get on the field to prove it again. 
problem is you're going to Iowa, good defense, night game. Night games are always a problem there. I think Michigan State's going to compete. They're going to hit hard. They're going to play well. But getting a victory is going to be difficult. And then keeping this team together as the losses mount will then be the next problem for Harlan Barnett, acting head coach at Michigan State. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee Guest Line. Before I let you go, are you hearing anything about any red shirts? Uh, Not yet. Uh, players from Michigan State that now, after that four-game mark, just want to take a red shirt year. Not yet. That's a fair question. You know, there's 10 or 11 players on this roster who are, uh, you know, some of whom are on, in the playing group that have not yet redshirted in their careers. So if they wanted to shut it down right now, enter the portal, preserve redshirt status, that's going to be something on the table for a handful of players. You may remember back in 2019, Connor Hayward did that during Mark D'Antonio's final year at Michigan State. You know, Hayward had gotten shuffled back to be a third-string tailback. He was uh, you know, a little dis- displeased by that. Entered the portal, shut down his season after four games, didn't play, and then that winter went into the portal, maybe didn't get a lot of takers at that time. That was before NIL, so not a lot of takers. Mel Tucker's hired in February of 2020. Hayward came back to the team, stayed in school, stayed okay academically, and, uh, and you know ended up being a big part of Michigan State's team in 2020 and 2021. It's happened before, so uh, but you're right. Now is the time, four games in, if there's any, any players that want to do the Connor Hayward, uh, the Connor Hayward trek, that door is going to be open really here the next few days. You know, once Tucker is officially fired, then players can enter the portal for, they've got a 30-day period to enter the portal, which allows them to receive uh, communication from coaching staffs officially and legally. So that door's going to open up too. Tom, appreciate the update. Uh, We'll check in with you if we hear about the termination of Mel Tucker. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal. Uh, We'll hear from him momentarily. Uh, We do have our McDonald's of Michigan, which, by the way, uh, your best burger on their board, Superfly Wind Dry, the Big Mac, it's saucier, juicier, tastier. Really, it really is awesome. Uh, you can find your best burger on the board at your local McDonald's in Michigan. The question is, with John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer, coming in studio, where does Miguel Cabrera rank on your all-time Tiger list? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Graham Couch, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal, co-host of Couch and the Rube podcast that you can find wherever you download podcasts. He's standing by here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, Graham. Good to be here. All right, when this all settles down with Mel Tucker, when the termination is final, when the transfer portal 30-day period is up, when the red shirts are awarded, if any, uh, when the new head coach is selected, how do you think all this will shake out for MSU football? You know, gut. it's a really hard thing to predict because, you know, I mean, you look at the roster and there are a number of guys, I count 10 
who like would have to make a decision this week if they wanted to preserve a redshirt year, who have a redshirt year to preserve, but have already played four games um, and are at different points in their career. You have uh, a transfer portal that's going to open up to a lot of guys, and you know they're, they're going to have decisions to make. And you know it, it's some of them are tied to the Midwest, some of them are from Michigan which maybe makes it more likely they stick around. A lot of guys from Georgia and out west and places where the only tie to East Lansing is really their happiness. And so you start to figure out who really wants to be around. And then from a university standpoint, uh, you know, the, the less messy this is, and I don't know that it's going to be that way, but the quicker you can you know, have the Mel Tucker situation go away and then get to just hiring your new coach – uh, ahead of hiring a president, which is not um, inconsequential here. I mean, there will be coaches perhaps who won't take the job because they don't have a president in place. And um, so th- th- there's a lot that's unknown. Uh, the best case scenario for Michigan State is they're able to keep a number of the guys in the 2022 and 2023 recruiting classes in the fold uh, that the um, – the Tucker situation is resolved by beginning of November and that however that looks and that they've got a new coach in place that they're happy with by early December. And then they bring in a new president probably shortly after that. And everything looks a little okay. And that's, that's the best case scenario. Yeah, that is, that's a good point. I, I kind of agree with you on best case. You, you have to look best case right now because it could be really ugly and, and you're a Spartan fan. You got to, you know, stay on the side of hope, and even Izzo, while he's getting ready for what should be a a deep NCAA tournament run, Big Ten champion, even national champion type team if they gel uh, with the new guys. Even Izzo said, you know, almost a message to the football team and the fans, we're going to get through this. He said that yesterday in so many words. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and he's been through things before that, you know, they've had to get through. And the, the thing that Izzo knows uh, is that how important football is to the psyche of that place and having healthy football. And you can have a hockey program that people are suddenly excited about. You can have a basketball season that serves as a heck of a distraction and is highly anticipated. You can have a lot of other things that people are, are, are good with. But if football isn't right, you know, you're, you're not – you're just not there, and and they need to. He knows how important it is they get that, and and it's, uh, I'll, this next hire is just so consequential because if you get it right, you know it. You know, yes, there's going to be repercussions from this. This delays any build. Certainly, you would think by a year or two, but if you get the next hire right and you keep some of these young players around who look pretty promising, um, then it doesn't have to be. Uh, so bad. You know, and I think the realistic side of this at Michigan State, everyone connected to it needs to put down their green and white glasses that there are not going to be quality coaches lining up to take that job. Uh, the dollar figure has been set what they're willing to pay. They had to settle on Mel Tucker uh, when they had the quick announcement from Mark D'Antonio. This will be a little bit longer out. You still have seasons in progress, so you're not going to get any movement unless it's somebody on uh, the sidelines until, you know, mid-December at the earliest. I I just look at a guy like Chris Creighton at Eastern. I know it won't be big enough for 
most Michigan State fans, but find somebody who's going to come there, hold everybody accountable, uh, will do it the right way, and and let and let's see what they build. I, I think that's the most important hire in my book. Yeah, I mean, they've got to decide what they want to be before they decide who they want to hire. Oh, good point. And I like that. That's that's a really um, because you, you you know I think that was part of the issue with 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 the Mel Tucker era. And which still we we have no idea how it would have played out ultimately, but um, is you know when you think about some of the comments he made about name image and likeness and and the, the type of financial commitment from donors and fans to ultimately compete where he thought people wanted to be, you know that that's if Michigan State does indeed want to be that, then that needs to be an understanding uh, from from fans and donors that it's going to take a level of, if you want to go play, and I just don't think that's who Michigan State is. And I think they need to start to to realize that. It doesn't mean you can't compete for playoff berths and every few years have a team that, that's special. And it doesn't mean you, but you got to figure out how to do it your way, what's best for your school, and then get somebody who understands the institution and uh, or can come to understand it and fits it pretty quickly. Well, let's move on uh, from... Uh, where they're at right now off the field, on the field. How does this season play out? I talked about this yesterday, Graham, that Nebraska at home at Indiana, in my mind, their only chances to win games and the way they've played, I, I, I won't put them as a favorite in either one. It's, it's hard to say um, because a lot of their issues against Maryland were, were issues of, of sort of discipline, which – is the distractions now aren't likely to go anywhere. Um, but the defense, I thought, played a really good second half, and they didn't they didn't quit, so there's that. And some of the Big Ten that's ahead of them are pretty horrible. I mean, I, I watched Indiana finish against Akron. I may have had a little bit of money on that game, and that may be the reason I was paying attention. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, you cannot – I mean, I, I, would, I would put you and I at quarterback, and I'd favor us against Indiana. That is an abysmal offense. And I, I, um, I, so they're going to have a real chance in that game late in the year. Indiana will be about to fire Tom Allen by that point. There's no way he survives. They'll be in a weird spot. Nebraska is in a first year rebuild. They don't really have a quarterback. Um, you know, Rutgers is, I think, an improved program, but doesn't have an offense that's going to run away from you. Uh, Iowa just got 76 yards of offense in a whole freaking game. So, like, there, there, it's. There are weeks where they should be in it, and the question is: Are they disciplined enough? Will they be focused enough? Will they have the guys to, to, to sort of finish those opportunities? Um, I certainly don't think they're going to go winless the rest of the way. But uh, Minnesota just blew a huge lead to Northwestern on the road. I mean, there are a lot of not very good teams <laughs> left on the slate. I mean, to go along with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, which are probably not going to go well. So. Um, it doesn't have to be a bloodbath the rest of the way if they can keep enough guys focused and keep enough guys in the fold. Graham Couch, Pinion Maker, Lansing State Journal, co-host Couch in the Rube podcast, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. Back to Izzo and this team. Going in with the collection of talent, and I know there's the unknown with the newcomers, but knowing Izzo... Knowing what talent he has on his roster, where would you rank this squad going into other Izzo coach teams? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's up there in terms of talent. Um, you know, uh, 2017-18 was an extremely talented team that, that I never thought quite maximized who it was. It, it's in that realm, potentially, uh, 2013-14. Um, what's so interesting about this team and, and different than a lot that, that, he, that he's had is that you have this mix of, of veterans but also a recruiting class that rivals his best. It's just it's a you know it's a, a needle he's threaded that I it's very difficult to do and it, and maybe rare in this day and age that it ever happens again even for him it's so it has a chance to be when you just look at it a really um, deep and intriguing roster what their actual ceiling is because you can only play five guys and like they look they have a lot more compelling options at center than a year ago. But we still don't know for sure if they have a center who can hold up in the biggest games against the worst matchups. Um, you know, but I, I think their backcourt is going to be really good. Um, I think you're going to see some of these freshmen raise their ceiling a little bit and push those guys. And uh, I, I think it has a chance to be um, a team. It, it, it certainly should be a team that's in the top ten all year and competing for a Final Four. Graham, always good to talk with you, my man. A lot of storylines. Uh, happening right now and he's fans in any timeline you're hearing from anybody uh, at MSU or behind closed doors on when this termination notice will become official towards Mel Tucker and ending his I, career at MSU I think tomorrow morning uh, would be my guess at this point or tomorrow at some point um, would, would, would be my guess I thought it might be today but it looks like it'll be probably be tomorrow alright Graham appreciate the update my man Anytime. Take care. All right, Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, also opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Later in the show, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. He calls West Michigan home. We'll talk about the end of Miguel Cabrera's run in Detroit and in Major League Baseball. What about the new Tigers GM? Could the Tigers win the AL Central next year? Vanderwall in studio later. Off of Andy on the hot mic, and he's going to address the ugly goat in the room. Our McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day that you can answer. Where do you rank Miguel Cabrera with your greatest Tigers of all time? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. 
This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. I would like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm. All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt Blue Light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup. A touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I put now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt Blue Light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt Blue Light. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. Superfly is our executive producer. He's calm, cool, under fire. What a guy. Here's what's trending at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, I talked about the huge news earlier. Lions coach Dan Campbell, according to Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network, said he, quote, or said he's, quote, starting to feel pretty good about running back David Montgomery and left tackle Taylor Decker playing Thursday night against the Packers. Can I get an amen from the congregation? I love it. Speaking of loving things, NFL Pro Football Talk power rankings going into week four. Niners, Dolphins, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, Seahawks, Lions at number eight. Packers, who they're playing Thursday night at Lambeau at number 12. Bears, even with the Broncos, giving up 70 points. The Bears are still at the bottom at number 32 after Denver allowed Tua and Tyreek 
a 7-0 call. Lions at number eight, fifth best in the NFC. They take care of business against the Packers, and they open up the year with road wins at Kansas City and Green Bay to start the season, even with the Seattle loss. Life is good, huh? I think they're going to take care of business. Man, how'd the Packers come back from 17-0 down in the fourth quarter? Come on. Also from the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas and former Big Ten Lyman Doug Skeen. He said stop rotating tackles on the O-line. I also want to give a shout out to my son Ace. Getting his name added to another high school football recruiting website. A. Simonson, 6'2", 272, interior lineman, added to on3.com elite. That's pretty cool, isn't it? If you ever get a chance, come watch Grand Abbott's Forest Hills Eastern play this year or next year. He's fun to watch. It's kind of crazy. I don't know where he got that from. He's just a badass. As Tony Anise from Ferris told me after watching some of his highlights, he just used the word badass. Sparky McEwen from Davenport University said, tell Ace to never stop being nasty. Are we talking about a WWE wrestler or my son, a defensive and offensive lineman for Coach Swander and Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern and that O-line that piled up nearly 300 yards on a top five team in Division Four in Grand Rapids South Christian. We still lost. Great game two weeks ago. And then we held on to beat a tough Kennewa Hills team. Those kids were in the trenches battling. I love high school football. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us in studio tomorrow from 4 until 6. And we'll talk some high school football and the latest headlines from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. But my son Ace, the nine months of the offseason and the hard work he put in at Power Strength and with his team, because it's not just about Ace. You're not a great player without great players around you. And that O-line, they are in beast mode. Nowicki, Serba, Mulcahy who's one of the better high school wrestlers in the state. And Caden Hines at 6'3", 285. Man, across the board, Superfly. Forest Hills Eastern big boys up front. Caden Hines at 6'3", 285. Braden Mulcahy, 6'2", 240 at the left guard. Nathaniel Nowicki, 5'11", about 255 at center. Big A. Simonson at 6'2", 272 at right guard. And the Serb, 6'4", about 240 at right tackle. Taking on Waylon homecoming Friday night. Told the school, give me a microphone, let me rap before the game. They turned down my request. 
And I said, watch the movie 13 Mile. And they meant, or they said to me, you mean 18 or 8 Mile? I said, no, 18 Mile is about people from Kent City. 13 Mile is about people from Sparta. 8 Mile is about Eminem in the Motor City. You got to watch my life story, 13 Mile, when I was a young rapper. And nobody was rapping in the late 70s at Sparta High, but I was. I was Vanilla Ice before Vanilla was even cool. Naturally, my rap career didn't take off, but guess what? 32 years doing a sports radio show. God is good and life is good. Now, if you miss any of our podcasts, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.